Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Darth Vader. Mary, everyone, and welcome to episode 42 of the Erasable Podcast. It's occurred to me that our show is comfortably middle-aged, so for those of you who are worried about that our, our show ran away with its secretary or started a metal band because we've been gone for a month, and rest assured, this show is still young. That's years, not episodes. <laughs> now, I'm your oldest co-host, and I am joined, as always, by Tim Wassum and Andy Welfley. Tonight, we are also in league with Mr. T.J. Cosgrove of Wood and Graphite, filmmaker, pencil lover, Ikea visitor, and our first international guest, Mr. T.J. Hello. How are you guys today? Pretty good. Great. Pretty good, yeah. Thanks, um, thanks for staying up like well past your bedtime, TJ. So far past my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, so, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say this is uh, this is momentous. Yeah, we're our first yeah. guest international that we had. To, it's, it's hard enough to coordinate between Pacific and Eastern time. No, yeah. no, more time zones, more time zones. Let's get everybody from Add, across the globe. Imagine if you were in San Francisco during this. I am. Oh, I can't even imagine. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like lunchtime. <laughs> so tonight we are ringing out 2015. We're going to talk about our favorite three. Do we pick three? Three pencils of 2015, um, and our usual fresh points. And then we're going to talk to Mr. TJ and dig into his brain a little bit because that's fun. And Mr. TJ is going to join us for the entire episode instead of just the segment tonight. So do you guys want to jump right into Tools of the Trade? Sure. And we can go with our, our guest first. Oh, okay. I am uh, drinking some very, very fine British aqua pura, so tap water, that, uh, <laughs> fine vintage. Uh, I poured it myself not 20 minutes ago from the tap, so it's uh, delightful. Um, I'm riding with a Blackwing 1138, uh, which is just about at the Steinbeck stage, but not quite. Um, on a yellow legal pad that I got from Paper Chase, which is a store here in the UK. I'm so jealous. I really want to go to a Paper Chase store. Yeah. They're pretty good. The one in Manchester, in uh, the, it's like one of their flagship stores. It's huge. It's like three floors. Hmm. I had a coworker go work from the London office, and he brought me back some Paper Chase stuff. So it's like, if this is only a sampling of it, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, they used to sell their stuff at um, Borders stores before they closed up. Yeah. I mean, it's not a pretty lot. Cool store. It's a pretty cool store. They do a lot of art stuff and a lot of books and gifty things. But um, they do some really nice sort of imitation moleskins. But the big thick ones with the soft covers and the strap, they're quite nice. Awesome. How about you, Mr. Andy? Well, I am uh, – this is not the end of my evening, I'm afraid. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm actually having a little bit of caffeine. And um, my my typical like fussy coffee setup is not readily available to me here. Although I did buy an AeroPress specifically to have while I'm while I'm here in Indiana for three weeks. <laughs> um, but there was a uh, Pepsi that was sitting close by, so I just grabbed a can of Pepsi. And I I, I don't know. I, I drink a lot of soda in Indiana. I don't know why that is. But uh, you're in good company. Yeah. Although if I'm in Indiana, I should say pop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, pop. Pop is the correct correct term as opposed to the South where you say Coke, even if you mean a Pepsi, right? Yeah. 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 Do they do that in Tennessee or is that not a, is that uh, not, not far south of. enough? It's somewhere in the middle. Actually, I hear soda more than anything else here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I am writing, um, I am writing in a, I'm going to pronounce it Nemo sign. 
Although I think that um, I think that the Greek goddess of memory, who it is based off of, is pronounced pronounced uh, Mnemosyne. Um, it is a really great little um, A5 sized notepad, like a reporter's notepad that flips from the top. Um, it's the seven millimeter version, um, or no, I guess the lines are seven millimeters. Never mind. Um, this, my friend Michael Metz from the group sent this to me um, when he sent me a bunch of field notes that I bought from him. Um, it's really great. Like the paper's really nice. Have you guys ever seen these before? No, not, no. not the notebooks, but I, they are known for making pretty solid fountain pens that are under 20 bucks. Yeah. So that's how, that's how I know them. But. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll post a picture or a link in the group. Um, the pages are, um, divided up, they're perforated and they're divided up into three little sections with like a faint thicker line between between the three sections. There's like one, two, three, five. There's seven lines per section. And then at the top, there's a place to put like a date or a number and then a title. And just really nice, smooth paper. It reminds me a little bit of like a, uh, like a Clairefontaine page. And I, uh, I actually have two writing instruments in front of me. One of them, I was going to make you all gasp. Um, I bought the other day a, uh, a blue Le Pen, because I like Le Pens. Le, Le Pens. Yeah, those things are nice. And uh, I was buying some colored pencils at an art supply shop for my sister to give her, like, to give a coloring book. I actually listened to our episode with Anna uh, before I did that. And they had a bunch of Le Pens, and they have a, a blue color that's called Oriental Blue, which is kind of like a blue with a little bit of green in there, too. Um, it's a really beautiful blue. Um, so I have that. But I'm also writing with uh, sitting up on this desk. I'm in a at a desk in my wife's childhood bedroom at her parents' house where we're staying. Uh, there is a there's randomly a USA made Ticonderoga sitting here. Sweet. Her mother nice. is a is a teacher, and uh, yeah, she, there's a lot of Ticonderoga. She she loves a Ticonderoga. So I was just sitting here, so I thought I'd pick it up, and I'm I'm writing with that, and sure enough, there's a definite difference between this and. You know, something I, I can buy at a store right now. So yeah, that is those are my tools. How about you, Tim? Uh, I am drinking some Jim Beam, neat, <laughs> uh, and that is it. <laughs> and uh, oddly enough, I am writing with a, a Ticonderoga, USA made Ticonderoga, hmm. uh, which we'll get into later. There's a reason for that. But that's okay. me, hmm. Johnny. Johnny? Oh, sorry. Um, I'm drinking Perrier. Johnny. So. <laughs> if you hear a mute, I'm belching. <laughs> I just finished a, a whole French press of coffee because, you know, it's only seven something here. Um, I'm also writing with a Blackwing 1138 in um, the Glitch, not Glitch, the XOXO 2015 field notes, which have such a really cool texture. Yeah. Maybe it's because there's so much ink on them. Oh, that's it's sort of match. The Glitch ones are the 2014, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the um, black and white ones. The ones oh, from that one. Yeah, those. Yeah. Those are great. Cool. What is your? Uh, what is all of your feeling about AeroPress as opposed to French press? I've never had it before. I don't even really no, know I what it is. Hmm. I haven't either. Yeah. Hmm. TJ. So I hate it. Yeah. Never tried it. One of those <laughs> things. I, <laughs> one of those things I keep meaning to try, but um, I've only recently, kind of in the last year or so, really gotten into coffee in any kind of meaningful way. Um, which means buying ground coffee and putting it in a coffee maker. But I think it's one of those things that, like pencils, I'll get into in the future and, and delve quite deep into. <laughs> Isn't it kind of, is it kind of like a reverse French press or where it like? Yeah, it, it's like a cross between a French press and a syringe. Like it's, 
it's uh you basically like appetizing yeah <laughs> you basically like stir your your water into the coffee grounds in the top and kind of let it like marinate that way and then um you just kind of like squeeze your squeeze the coffee like down through it in your cup and you make some sort of like a almost like an espresso and then you add more hot water to the coffee to bring it down to regular caffeination level so you're actually kind of making an, an americano but like cool. true true espresso people wouldn't call it that because the pressure is not high enough but it's right. it uses a lot more like coffee per per water um but it's super easy to clean up and it's it tastes really good it's super it's smooth like an aeropress it sounds good yeah mm. you should uh so i can't wait until you get really into coffee tj because then are you going to change your blog to like guide. wood and graphite and caffeine or something? Yeah, I'm just going to keep adding things. <laughs> yeah. I just went with the ampersands. Wood and graphite and coffee and Whiskey pens. and, and, and pens and, 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 <laughs> and the internet and video. <laughs> .tumblr.com. The internet. <laughs> oh. awesome. so do you guys want to jump into our fresh points? Speaking of fresh, delicious sure. things. Do you want to go first again, Mr. TJ? Sure. Um, I was recently home uh, in Northern Ireland visiting my parents for Christmas, and I uh, happened to go into one of the biggest uh, stationery stores in Ireland. I was both in Dublin, which is the capital of the Republic of Ireland, and Belfast, which is the capital of Northern Ireland. Just geography lesson for everybody. Two different countries, either way. I was in both of the the main stores uh, of this. It's really, really good. When I left, I wasn't really into stationery that much. I just kind of had an appreciation for it. But coming back, now that I'm kind of into pencils quite a bit, I kind of was walking around the store with this is so good. Because <laughs> you know, I, I'm in um, I'm near Manchester in England. There's a lot of stores here. Um, you know, Fred Aldis and, and Paper Chase and all these other big art stores that are you know they're pretty big name ones for the UK and. Like I've seen a lot of it before, so going home and seeing um, the the really quite astonishing range of stuff that Northern Ireland, piddly little country that it is, has was was pretty cool. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. What are some pencils that you can get there that you that some people who listen to this might not know about? Mm, a lot of the pencils that um, you get in Ireland anyway is mostly German ones. So a lot of Faber Castell, a lot of Stadler. Hmm. Um, the old favorites, the Norris and the tradition. Um, some weird unnamed Faber-Castell ones. They, they didn't have any, it was just Faber-Castell and they were red, green, and blue. Ooh. There wasn't any name or anything on them. They were like 30p each, which is, I guess, like 50 cents. Yeah. They were pretty nice. They're quite hard. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they tend to go for the German ones. That tends to be the kind of the only market we have apart from unnamed ones. Um, but some really cool sort of accessories and um, templates and paper and envelopes and all the kind of minutiae that goes with stationery and pencils and stuff so do you um cool. do you guys do you get a lot of the helix products over there yeah 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 so i think i'm not entirely sure is helix the french brand or it's an off shoot of a french brand i don't know the the only one i'm familiar with is the helix oxford which is that navy blue pencil yeah um, the helix that's from the um the same as the math set that they have which is the helix yeah. set, which is quite an old one. Oh yeah um, i have one of those <laughs> Yeah, that's the one we used in school. I remember using it. Um, my yeah, it's pretty common, although it's not a superb pencil, to yeah. be honest. Mike Hurley told me that, that Helix is a super common brand when he was going through school. And Yeah, uh, it's like the, the classroom. To, yeah. to steal a phrase from something else, it's a classroom-friendly yeah. brand. It's kind of <laughs> like the one everybody picks. Um, 
Somebody should trademark that. Yeah, that, that's a really good name for something. <laughs> I, uh, I I like to always like the Oxfords because they um, the wood is a little bit pinker than than typical. Yeah, it's quite odd, isn't it? it looks yeah. like in uh, what I guess red cedar would have been, but yeah, um, it's probably just dyed though. It, yeah, I, I'm almost positive they just dip the ends in paint or something before they send them <laughs> off to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that just, that was one of the things I noticed recently that was quite surprising that I've lived in England for four years and, uh, I've been pretty spoiled for the, the stationery that we have here, but going home, I was like, oh, there's going to be nothing. And I got home and I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, there's so much. <laughs> and it was all exciting and new, but uh, that was pretty cool. And then the other thing I was doing is, um, after Christmas, uh, I was given a typewriter. I know it's not strictly pencils, but it's in the analog realm. So oh, yeah. I was given a typewriter by my girlfriend's grandmother. And uh, so I started typing letters. Like I write a lot of letters to family members and things like that. Um, but I typed up a few letters. And I think one of the best things you can do is, is send people letters at um, any time of the year, really. Mm. But it's people don't do it anymore. It's such a rare occurrence to get a letter from someone in the mail. Um, that when you just send one to someone, it really makes their day. It doesn't matter what's in it. It doesn't matter how much you're saying. It doesn't matter if it's just hello, but like people really remember it. And all the ones I've sent have really made an impact. And I just thought it was a really cool thing that people don't do. And it takes so little time to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, you should write a letter to me and I'll write a letter back to you. That's, let's yeah. do that. That'd be cool. <laughs> I just bought some airmail stamps. Let's do this. Oh, let's, let's do a little, uh, little Ron Robin. Heck yeah. Post. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, I like this. <laughs> We should really do it. I feel like we should do a typewriter show. Like we, yeah. we, we kind of did an ink show when, when we had Brad on, and um, I know my my coworker uh, Cheryl Lowry is. She used to write the strike the strike through blog, so she has oh, yeah. lots of typewriters, and she knows a lot about typewriters. So yeah, that would be fun. That sounds great. Yeah, good should, episode. Uh, yeah, solid. Yeah, cool. we can cuss and we can use the ding. <laughs> you gotta be really fast though to make yeah, sure you get them yeah, this is a really great dinging typewriter <laughs> unnecessary censorship <laughs> funniest thing ever <laughs> have you ever seen that uh, the YouTube video of the count and he's singing and they like bleep out random words <laughs> as he's singing <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> yeah, he's like count, he's counting spiders in the room but like they bleep it like it all be like of course, really inappropriate moments, but it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I'll go next with with um, with fresh points. Um, so, as as we mentioned before, I am uh, back in Indiana, and I'm here for three weeks. I got here two weeks ago, and I'm leaving in a week from now. Uh, and I uh, immediately upon entering uh, the Midwest, I got sick from the lovely weather. And yesterday there was freezing rain. That was fun. Um, just because apparently we've all been sick. I think that's, that's the reason we, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> we haven't recorded for so long. Um, and I posted this to Instagram, but I was trying to pack as light as I could since we were going to be, we were going to be here for so long. I really needed to fill my stuff with clothes and my suitcase is packed full of Christmas presents. So, uh, both Katie and my suitcases came in at like 49 and a half pounds, the limit being 50. So, um, I was like, I need to make as few of this stationary as I, as I can. So, um, I put this on Instagram, but the only things I brought with me are uh, a field notes and actually my Nemo Nemosyne, uh notebook that I forgot was in my bag, uh, which I didn't put on Instagram. And then a uh, 211 
one of those recycled Tombos, a um, Palomino uh, HB, and then a Le Pen, and then my sharpener. So uh, that's all I've had with me, um, you know, for, for these last two weeks, and it's been working really well. I I didn't think I was going to be able to get away with just like with my with my stationary ADHD. I thought you were going to be rush ordering some stuff from CW yeah. pencils. <laughs> send it to me. Send it to me. Um, yeah, I even left my uh, confidant that I usually have with me back back at home. So yeah, it's it's worked out really well, and I I think that kind of like Tim has mentioned before, um, and Johnny and Johnny both. You know, the the fewer selection of tools you have with you, the more focus you can give to the content of what you're writing, as opposed to like picking out the perfect tool. So, mm-hmm. I'm uh, I don't think I'm ready to downsize and simplify as much as as Tim is, which I'm sure he'll talk about here in a minute. But <laughs> I uh, I'm, I'm definitely it's definitely interesting to me just to have that little pencil pouch full of stuff in my pocket. Um, I actually also brought back I from Mido I bought this little tiny um, six inch ruler. No, it's not even that. I think it's like four inches. Um, it's it's really nice to have a little straight edge when I'm trying to draw a um, like an underline on something or draw a header into onto my page. So I've been actually carrying that with me a lot. So I thought I'd take that with me on my trip. But yeah, um, somebody in the group was asking about taking their sharpener through through the TSA checkpoint security checkpoint, and I have never had a problem with mine. In fact, I thought I was going to have a problem with having a whole bunch of razor sharp long tip like long point <laughs> pencils because I feel like you could do some damage with those if you yeah, tried. Especially that in that long piece of PVC pipe you were carrying too. And and the long piece of PVC pipe yeah. <laughs> to blow them out of. Yeah, the feathers on the end. <laughs> self assembled says do not drink. Self assembled blow, blow dart gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the natives are taking over the plane. No. Um, oh man, I hope nobody from the TSA is listening right now. <laughs> you're on a watch list, man. Yeah, you're, bl- you're totally blacklisted. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So it's 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 good to be simplified. I I I don't know if this is a lifestyle to which I can adapt, but permanently. But I'll try. Uh, I sent you a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin your way home. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have more room because we we actually we should have sent these beforehand, but uh, we actually had like a big bucket of blocks in our suitcase for my for my little nephew. <laughs> just like this is just this is just chewing up room. Like just wait. <laughs> so yeah, I we have lots of room in our bags now. Bags now that Christmas is over. Um, I was going to mention. Um, the Field Notes Roastery Pack, the new Yay. the new edition, the Capitol Hill Pack. Um, but actually, I haven't really had much time to play with it. I was going to try to record an unboxing video to send over to TJ to uh, expertly edit together um, before I left. But the last couple of days were super crazy. So they're sitting unopened on my desk at home. Oh, I opened mine. Yeah, I was going to see if you would be willing to kind of talk about it a little bit. So I, you know, the first ones, I guess, wood and copper puts you a mind of coffee and the last ones were the coffee origins so i'm staring at this one i'm like what the hell does this have to do with starbucks or coffee so i flipped it over they talked about it being you know um representative of the vibrant neighborhood of capitol hill Hmm. oh that makes sense but they're not as rubbery as i thought they'd be yeah stiff that makes sense they don't feel like the um the unexposed I i think the the biggest the two kind of biggest markers of distinction for me was a that there were five of them in a pack, 
yeah. uh, instead of three. So they were $15 or they are $15. Um, if anybody's in Seattle or has a Seattle connection. Um, but also all of them ha- are, um, are nubbed. They're... I called them nippled and I got made fun of. <laughs> they, they, they remind me of those things you can buy in like a gas station bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna go there, but uh... <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> they're they're nubbed, they're nubbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> they're very much a zoomed in nub. <laughs> I won't. Um, yeah, this is a family show. Yeah, but <laughs> I was surprised they put um, new uh, suggested uses in the back. Yeah. Um, Although I, I didn't I didn't understand them at all, but. Are they named after the uh, Seattle neighborhoods like like Queen Anne and um, oh Marigold? Is it Marigold? Magnolia, that's it. Oh, I don't know. I'll have they to... just say, uh, I think what do they say? Blah, 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 blah. They just talk about, oh, they just named the inks by Pantone colors. Mm. And that's it. What, um, what what weight of paper is in there? Is it is it the new? Uh, it's the sixty pound, like they're putting in now. Oh, good. good. The staples are white, which is very yeah. pretty. Yeah, I noticed. You know, I'm sure everybody got their free pack of uh, pitch black when they had that sale a few weeks ago, and the new ones came with the sixty pound paper. I was surprised. Hmm. Oh, cool. It's nice that they're redoing that. I was going to give them away for Christmas, but I kept them instead. <laughs> 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 I'm hoping within the next three or four months to go to Seattle. So when I when I do all. I'll take a select few numbers of um, of roastery field notes orders. So TJ, if you want in on that, let me know. They might even have a new one by then. That's true. They've been they've been really doing them. I, I think the yeah. the, the coffee origins ones were not that long ago. I the the roastery the original with the copper uh, foil stamp is is still still my favorite of those. I just, oh, I just yeah. love those, how unique they are. Those are ridiculously cool. Yeah. Although I, I mean, not that the ones with the nipples aren't cool. That's pretty neat. Something <laughs> <laughs> kind of like S and Mish about them. It's a good thing they didn't make a black one. Leather. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I I am waiting. Oh man, a leather bound field notes. That would be uh, the vegetarian in me cries at that idea. <laughs> leather. We can have a pleather version. Yeah, pleather version. I guess probably everybody f- would get mad. It's not real leather. I deserve real leather. <laughs> I'm a subscriber. I'm entitled to real leather. <laughs> the animals that died for that would be horrified by how few people are going to use them. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. They all of a sudden show up on the market and you know, all of a sudden the prices jump from nine ninety nine to like $45 a three pack because <laughs> they have authentic leather. <laughs> it just flips out. It's made of artisanal dead stuff. <laughs> it's bespoke. <laughs> <laughs> There's 25,000 packs, which means that we killed a crap load of, of cows in order to make these field notes. Like There's the video where they have that whole tree that they're stripping for the... <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, God. Just a slaughterhouse. <laughs> the worst video ever. Yeah, the same machine. They just used it with animals. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Floating them in that dumpster full of water. Oh. <laughs> It's going dark fast. <laughs> yeah, all just, right. I thought we've offended all the <laughs> vegetarians out there, yeah. including Johnny. <laughs> John, okay. Johnny left the show, folks. <laughs> uh, so that that is the extent of my fresh points. Um, we should probably mention, too, um, we didn't really discuss this beforehand, but um, we've been not recording so long that we uh, didn't really have a chance to talk about the 1138s. 
um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I think that we should probably, uh, I think we're going to try to record again sooner than two weeks just to make up for some lost time and maybe we can just dis- devote a discussion to that then. Yeah. Yeah. Although yeah. I would be interested in hearing TJ's take on the 1138s because you're using that. But. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty awesome pencil, I must admit. I was talking to Alex at Blackwing who um, designed yeah. and sort of conceived the whole thing. And it's just such a cool idea. Like, I know a lot of people kind of got up in arms about it because, oh, I don't like it. Or it doesn't look nice or blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter if you don't like it or not. I think the concept behind it is really, really cool. And I think what they're doing with the whole ethos is it's different and no one else is doing it. And it's nice that someone is. I personally think it's a just it. I like the silver feral. Um, I like that there's film on it. Like whenever you people generally don't care when I tell them about pencils, I'm like, Hey, look at this. This is really fun. And they're like, yes, it's a pencil. Great. <laughs> if I tell them about this, I'm like, Hey, there's a film on this pencil. They're like, Oh, oh. what? And it kind of, it's a lot more, imagination capturing than than just a normal pencil i think because it has a story behind it and like i can tell people about the discovery of graphite or or whatever like i have all this stuff in my brain but people switch off as soon as i start going into this but if i go there's a film in this pencil they go what and then all of a sudden (laughs) got an in so uh it's the sneaky pencil lover's pencil to get people to talk about pencils when they don't want to talk about pencils (laughs) well whatever tj what do you what do you know about film (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nothing at all, man. Is there a? I was watching the. I don't know if you've seen the Star Wars documentary. I think it's called Making of an Empire. It's like long when it covers the first trilogy, and they it just reminded me they were talking about George Lucas's first movie was that a uh, THX eleven thirty eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that a, is there a connection there? Because I've never seen it. Yeah, it's just is the it? name of the robot, as far as I know. Um, okay. And they named it because it's a sci fi pencil. I think they went for the um, sort of dual sci fi. Hints with the right. 1138 is the, the George Lucas to kind of tie it in with Star Wars. Um, and then the Journey to the Moon or Voyage to the Moon for the actual cool. design, I think. That's awesome. That's cool. One I of the things it. I thought was cool is that now we have a different feral cover color. Yeah. yeah. So that opens the it. doors. I want to see the Blackout Blackwing. Oh, that would be pretty want, awesome. Yeah. Be MMX core. I, I could go for normal wood. I don't need dark, dyed black wood, but I want full black. Black feral, black eraser, black clip, just, just everything. Darker than awesome. midnight on a moonless night. I want this thing to be <laughs> noir. Yeah, <laughs> the same spade pencil. Yeah, that that uh, that was my favorite part of the the pencil was the the silver peril. I was I was most excited about that. Yeah. The only thing, like the one thing that this brought up for me that I was sort of bummed about is that I just never used the the regular blackwing, like hardly ever. And so when I got it, I was like, oh cool it's just there's the the black wing and then it got me thinking like, i don't know if i would subscribe to this if it's just a constant rotation because that's that means that one out of every three shipments i'm pretty much never going to use you know mm-hmm. uh, which i don't know if it's definitely going to be black wing or how, how do they do it they did pearl and then 602 and then black wing i, I don't know if they're going to cycle like that all the way through or if they'll mix it up now and then yeah, maybe they do 602 next Double them back to back. I would think they do more 602s than anything yeah, else. Everybody likes that one. Maybe, maybe they'll maybe do like a. Stu- okay. Go ahead. So a lot of people are talking about wanting a firmer lead. I wonder if this would be a good um, you know, dip into that. Mm-hmm. They did like the H from the Palomino. That would be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. We, we haven't talked about if yeah if 
they're going to kind of move away from the three different cores. It it seems hard for me to believe financially. It the, seems like they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, because of the quantities that they would have to order at. But but still, it's interesting to to muse about at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they use the same supplier as the um, the drawing pencils, I wonder if they could just yeah you know order them that way and then paint them and put the ferrule on them. Well, I'm sure if that happens, no, them. <laughs> nobody in the group would have strong opinions about it. I doubt none at all. <laughs> yes, no, especially uh, not in the field nuts group. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe That's they'll hard. do some like. They'll do Pearl and then 602 and then Blackwing and then 602 and then Pearl. And then like, they'll just kind of, yeah, I could see them doing something like that. But I just, I think if it cycled one through three, then that would mean that there'd be some year where I got two different Blackwings and that they would just oh, be yeah. building up on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> they do write really nicely on the smooth field notes paper though. Yeah. I just never, yeah, they just, I just never use them cause I, I don't know. Yeah. Just they They're get sharpen, sharpen and too often and, they're good uh, for snarky cartoons. I'm home. And, <laughs> yeah, and I'm just not much of a visual. Like I don't I do much drawing. I feel like it'd be better for me if I did do that. But yeah. Anyways, cool. Tim, do you want to continue on with with your fresh points then? Sure. I found two things that are kind of in the same ballpark as each other, and uh, and I found this through. It was an Open Culture. If you ever seen that website, Open Culture, uh, they did an article about the Great Gatsby's. Uh, original manuscripts being available online. I, I don't know what draft it is, but so I thought, oh, that's that's cool. And I followed the link, and then it led to a file that is uh, six hundred and four images. Wow! Wow! Uh, this is like a a handwritten galley, uh, six hundred images, and it is a pencil six hundred and four images of a pencil draft. Of the Great Gatsby, uh, which is amazing. I mean, you can flip through every single page of it. He wrote the whole thing, you know, by hand, pencil. Kind of has this like loopy, almost like teenage girlish handwriting, which is <laughs> but really good handwriting. But all throughout it, you see him crossing things out and xing whole huge sections. Uh, it's really fascinating. And so I, there's a, I didn't even realize this, but when we were looking at the show notes, uh there someone posted i think it was probably andy put the link from johnny's blog or did johnny you might have put it in there i did then i took it out well but it's that's (laughs) a different one that's total that's a different one so that was interesting because that was only four images but that's a different version because the handwriting's a lot uh a lot bigger and so it's not the same thing so i don't know what the difference is but so there's that you can see through johnny's site and then this one which is just incredible i mean it looks like he's writing in just a big huge blank notebook uh, but it's through Princeton's archives, so they have other things of his you can see. But this is by far the I thought the coolest thing. I was really excited to find that because it's I mean, me and a million other people. It's one of my favorite books. Um, Even so cool independent of, of pencils, I love that sort of stuff too. I, I got to see yeah. like the the big continuous manuscript of um, Jack Kerouac's On the Road. Uh, oh, it, it did the library. I saw that Chicago. Yeah, they did a library tour, and they were in uh, Bloomington, Indiana when I was going to school down there and it was super cool to see just like he just loaded like a long scroll of parchment or canvas or whatever it was into a typewriter and just, just kept going. That's super cool. Yeah. That, that was really cool. I, if I remember right, he didn't even break for paragraphs in that. Did he or use punctuation? No, I don't, kind of- I don't think he did. Yeah. They were kind of like fevered 
Fevered <laughs> scrawls kind of in the margins, but yeah, he, his, his editor gets it in the mail. Yeah. And it's like, Thanks, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Great. <laughs> his wife had to like wring out his undershirts because he was just sweating so much while yeah. he was doing it. Jeez. <laughs> That's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> take some take some methamphetamines or something as he's Yeah. Never Way to do that. Sweet, sweetheart, I need a new shit. <laughs> sweetheart. I can't do a Lowell accent. I, uh... Charlie Parker looks like Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> but a kind of related thing I found online was a, a, a link that I... This one I just totally found because I was doing that thing where you just Google someone's name and then add pencil at the end. Just see what comes up. <laughs> I'm sure you've never done that before. We need to call um, the German no, word. I've never done that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so I put in George Lucas in pencil uh, after having watched that whole Star Wars documentary I was talking about. And it ends up because they showed him holding pencils in the documentary. I think that's the big reason why. Um, and then I you know, found out through this article that all of the different uh, – original stories because he didn't write all the scripts but he did all the treatments of the stories and he wrote the first script uh he did them with dixon ticonderoga number two even up through phantom menace um and the new the newer movies so he's a an avid pencil user so it, it was that was a, a cool little article it's an article through the sun sentinel kind of random uh which it says Hang on a second. It says Sun Sentinel, but it also says Chicago Tribune. But it's an interesting little article. If you're a Star Wars fan, he talks about uh, talks about him using Dixon Ticonderogas and uh, buying him in mass quantities, things like that. So that's uh, cool. The article is called "Even in Age of Computers, Number Two Pencil Still Pushing On," and this is in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see that they said they um, Dixon Ticonderoga sent him a box, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and they were like, "I'm sure he could afford to buy his own." And, I was like, yeah, especially now after he, you know, sold to Disney. Yeah, right. <laughs> he could easily buy Dixon Ticonderoga, I would think. Um, Many Ticonderogas like whole business. you want. Yeah, there should be a now that now that Disney owns Star Wars and they're tying it, doing a marketing tie-in with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've I've used Star Wars tie-in pencils, but I think we need a Star Wars tie-in Ticonderoga. Yeah, there specifically, <laughs> or a Ticonderoga lightsaber. Where there's like two green rings on the lightsaber handle. <laughs> nice. Or uh, maybe a, a Dixon branded sharpener that's like Kylo Ren's head and you like stick it in his mouth <laughs> or something. Or, yes. <laughs> or BB 8. You put it like in the top of BB 8's head. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Disney. You got to hire us. We'll yeah. <laughs> we're full of ideas. <laughs> we were full of ideas. Full of something. The yeah. pencil merchandise department. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 we'll tie in anything. <laughs> mm. Have you thought about erasers? <laughs> Real original. Uh, Tim's doing my... some amazing things with erasers these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen these things? <laughs> All right. And uh, well, my last—I'll get to my last fresh point. And this is this is something that happened like right after our last episode, which I was really excited about. I'm still excited about, but. And I've been getting into and doing a lot more writing lately and just trying to get focused in a lot of different ways. And I've just been basically playing with pencils for the last year a lot, you know, trying lots of different kinds all the time. And I decided to take a break from that. I wasn't going to, like, give stuff away or anything like that. I uh, I just wanted to simplify, I guess. Uh, and pencils so what are I, awesomes. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a huge box of pencils outside if you want to <laughs> pick them up. No, there's not. Um, they're mine. 
but (laughs) 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 I, what I did is I took a box. uh, Some people will get this as a reference, but it's a, the largest size target diaper box. They're strong. uh, Which is, yeah. Yeah. And it's probably two feet by one foot, maybe like a big rectangle uh, and pretty deep. And I filled it to the brim uh, with pencils uh, and boxes and also pens. And I boiled everything down to like what I would actually want to use on a daily basis. And I limited myself uh, to three different pencils. uh, And I don't think it'll be terribly surprising what they are, but yeah, it was a really good exercise. And so I limited it down to a handful of pens and then three pencils. So I, in front of me, I have my new bin, which inside of it, uh, I am down to, I have my collection of four dozen two elevens. Four dozen. Yeah. Four dozen limited edition pencils. Yeah. yeah. Legit so got, $100 in pencils. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, also, I got a, and then 602s, another box of 602s I got for Christmas. So same thing, but those are together. I have my uh, three dozen Cedar Point number ones. And then, of course, my uh, mammoth friggin' box of Palomino HBs. <laughs> and so that's all I've used for three or four weeks now. So and I love it for now. I'm sure I'll get antsy. I mean, I have played around with stuff like when the 1138s came. I, I have a few other things around, but you still have an obligation to your audience, Tim. Right. Yeah, I still <laughs> still have to still have to know my market. You know. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been that's been cool. It's been it's been helping me uh, be productive. But I've, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's been a couple times where I pulled the mammoth box out of the garage and like found something that I was like, oh god, what is that? What is that? Where is it? I got to see it. You know, somebody mentions it, and I'm like, I got to try it. Where is it? I forgot. I think I used to like that. I used to like that. It happened the other day when Johnny mentioned the, uh, oh, which one was it? General's layout pencil. Oh. So I had to dig out the box and get out get out a layout pencil to play with that. So, what was uh, the yeah. pencil? What so sort of paper drastic, have you been, have you been using? Downsizing. I'm sorry. What sort of paper have you been using with with your lower pencil selection? Uh, uh, almost exclusively my Amazon Basics legal pads. You can write with a Blackwing 211. You can write with a Blackwing <laughs> 602. And a Palomino HP. <laughs> and a bloody finger. And a, <laughs> anything you want. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's basically it. And then I have a, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, Quo Vadis or Quo Vadis. Have you seen these notebooks, the Q-U-O-V-A-D-I-S? Uh, I have one of those that I've been using as kind of my main uh, jot stuff down notebook. So mostly just those two things lately, uh, which I still need to send out some some of those Amazon basics to you guys. So you can try them out. I like them a lot. They've been on sale for a while. The yellow ones were like $7.99. I do feel like they're so cheap. Doesn't. Like I'm just ridiculous to not have just bought some already because yeah. <laughs> they're, they're so cheap. And they're good. I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all I got. So, cool. uh, as far as fresh notes go, so Johnny, what about you? Well, um, a few weeks ago, Write Notepads had an event at um, I think it's called Madewell. It's some sort of offshoot of J Crew at a local mall here. So, Mr. Joe Lebo and I went and bought a bunch of notebooks. And Chris made some. I don't know if folks have seen their pocket notebooks, but they come in a pack of three in a box, which is just really, really, really cool. Um, and he made some blue ones that had a gold stamp of a jeans pocket. And on the front it says, you know, from the pocket of 
So I thought I'd use it and put it in my back pocket. And they're like the most indestructible notebooks ever. They're super awesome. And I get to have dinner with Joe, which is awesome because Joe's nice. And uh, yeah, if folks don't have them, the link is in the show notes. Buy some Write Notepads and Company pocket notebooks. They're cheap. They're awesome. And the paper's very good. And you guys have some in the mail coming to you. Yay. So don't you guys buy them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, buy more. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think... They sell them at a local store that's not far from where I live. I always tease Chris that I buy like half their stock for everybody. <laughs> everybody in my family is like a, a full uh, cabinet of write notepad stuff. <laughs> um, also, I'm sort of thinking like Tim, but I haven't had the guts to put stuff away. So I bought a pencil roll that holds 36 pencils. So I figured, you know, I can't hold more than 36 pencils at a time. Which to a normal person would seem crazy, but the folks, the folks in our group are like, oh my God, I'm like 36. Only 36? <laughs> so Charlotte got one for Christmas from Santa that holds 48. And I'm like, man, I want the 48 one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I have to find the link for this. Eric put, put it on um, the Facebook group and on Amazon. I think I paid like six or seven bucks for it because I wasn't picky about the color. But it has a little flap under which you can stick your points so they don't break. But... um. I'm having trouble because it has 36, and then I'm always looking for something that's not in there. So it's not working out so well, the downsizing. So I might just have to do something drastic like Tim and hide stuff from myself. <laughs> Although, hmm, Charlotte has an art cart that's full of pencils, so that won't work because I'll go steal hers. She'll <laughs> find you, like, hunched down over her art cart, like... Yeah. Daddy, where are my Faber-Castells? Shut up, shut up. Charlotte, look behind you. Don't look behind mommy. Grab. <laughs> So um, I only have one more fresh point, and that is that to echo what a lot of folks have said about Black Wings, and that's that they kind of have made me re-enjoy and rediscover drawing, which is, you know, something when you're a grown-up, you're like, well, you know, I can't draw because you can't draw as well as people that draw for a living or, you know, your friends who are super good artists. But um, to, the, I mean, to Tim's point about the MMX, it's not super great for writing, but like, well, you know, I'll draw mean cartoons about people I don't like. And that's really fun and cathartic, just like when you're 16. <laughs> and you can get a red pencil and draw blood, and, you know. <laughs> anyway, so um, moving on to something less gross. Why don't we jump into our top three of 2015 pencils? So I don't know what you guys did. I went with pencils that I tried in 2015. Not I necessarily my favorite pencil of 2015. Yeah. yeah it's like new to me is yeah. kind of how I took it. Yeah. So, Mr. TJ, do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, yeah uh, I went uh, with a similar theme, uh, kind of like three quintessential pencils, three pencils that kind of um, meant something this year. Sounds very poetic, but it's not really <laughs> as exciting as that. Um, so the first one is, uh, of course, the Blackwing 602, uh, the first good pencil I ever used uh, back in February of 2015. Um, I got a pack of these in the mail. And contacted you guys. And that was the first time I kind of dipped my toe in this uh, world of pencils. And uh, it's kind of the the first pencil that sort of started this, this journey for me. So it's um, was that only that's really TJ? good. Pardon? Was that only this year? Yeah, February 2015. Wow. That's it. I feel like we've known you for longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> years. Years. We go back yeah. decades. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, it, it seems like such a short time. But... Um, it feels like a lot longer. I think everybody's so friendly. You kind of feel like you know them for a lot longer because you kind of get through all the kind of awkward, normal internet 
interactions <laughs> and then you move on to actual conversations and uh, sharing things. And people send a lot of stuff, which is really lovely. Yeah. So you get to like share things. And we did Secret Santa with a bunch of people on the group this year. So like things like that bring you a lot closer than than you would be with just random people on the Internet, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so that was my first one, Blackwing 602, because it was kind of like the the prim- pencil prime, if you will. Uh, the next one is the Kohenor 3423, which is this big, big, chunky red and blue uh, double-ended pencil. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. Um, it's Kohenor, so it's Czech. Oh, that one, yeah. 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 Um, I was in Prague earlier this year, a couple months ago, um, and someone had actually sent me a box um, of them before, a couple of months before. So I found them in Prague again, and it's such a good pencil. It's just this big, big, it's like a big, chunky size one um with red and blue one on each end and it's just a really nice pencil to use um if it's i think it's called a postman's pencil in prague um and it's kind of like that they, they use to mark mail or whatever hmm. but it's just a really really nice pencil really really vibrant and excellent if you just want to make big chunky marks on things or write in your notebooks or whatever so i don't think you can buy them in the u.s i tried looking for you guys but the only like i could find is from the koanor store which is czechs it's not czechoslovakian it's czech but it, unless you want to import them, I don't know if you can get your hands on them, but I have a couple. So if we do a package swap, I'll stick them in. Looks, looks like we just have to take it's, a trek, uh, a trip to Prague. It's a <laughs> wonderful city. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bit more expensive for you to go than me, but um, <laughs> definitely worth the trip. Uh, the last one of my three is a relatively new one uh, to me anyway. Uh, the Mitsubishi 9000 in 2B. Um, I got one of these in a swap uh, just because it, it's gorgeous, made by elaborate process, don't you know? Um, <laughs> really lovely pencil. Um, not quite as dark as the bla- the original Blackwing, but just quality Japanese pencil. Um, I kind of, I didn't expect that much from it because like the, the Mitsubishi ones are great, but I kind of picked it up just because it was on the desk and started writing with it. And then I've used almost half of it now because I just keep not putting it down. Every time I pick it up, I write loads with it. So just one of the more recent ones that I picked up and thought, hmm, that's a... It's a fine pencil. When you use as many pencils as I, as I do, it's it's something for it to be stand out. Yeah. So those are kind of just three three pencils that stood out during my year anyway. I I feel like if we were to pick a tagline for the Erasable podcast, uh, made by elaborate process would be a perfect one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder yeah. if they would let us. <laughs> it sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Although... Although I guess half the pressure twice the speed could work because some people do listen to us at uh, more than like standard, like (laughs) more than real time. Light speed. Yeah. Yeah. Like an overcast, you can listen to stuff at a a smart speed and some people just listen to it at one one and a half speed. Yeah. Uh, I have a podcast like that that I've been listening to for like two years. This baseball podcast that I'm so used to listening to at one. I put it at the 1.4 or whatever it is with the smart speed. Yeah. I've been doing that for like a year, and then the other day I turned it on at normal speed, and it was like, no. oh, "What do you guys?" Like like, it's like, wow, these guys really talk slow. I don't know if it's just like, does it does train. it increase the pitch? No. no. Oh, okay. It it, it breaks out. It's little, like no. <laughs> it breaks out little pieces of like of audio from the sample, so. It's it's actually broken up audio, but it, it's in such minute portions that you can still make out what everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's it's told me the other day that I've saved like sixty hours just from the smart speed wow. thing, not even by speeding them up. Yeah, 
Like just from the cutting out the blank spaces. But. That's crazy. It's overcast. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go with my top three. Thank you, CJ. Should, should we uh, say these in unison? Yeah, let's. Uh... <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, like Zoolander when with uh, that scene with like orange mocha frappuccinos. <laughs> we'll just say that with Blackwing to eleven. Yeah, Tim and I, Tim and I, just realized um, that two two thirds of our of our top three pencils are the same, um, which <laughs> which is um, the Blackwing to eleven, and then also the General Cedar Point number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think at least for me like the Blackwing 211 is kind of an obvious choice because they're just like kind perfect. of the pencil that yeah that we've all been dreaming of like a natural finish 211 as Tim would say the perfect pencil. <laughs> I I I really like yeah I screenshotted when I you know when the news first broke about what they would be and just like like oh man I really want to see what Tim's reaction is going to be. <laughs> and then I think you sent back just like a bunch of periods. <laughs> <laughs> in street text because yeah. you couldn't like form the words or something yeah yeah i think i just sent you like a few lines of periods yeah. Yeah. I, I was worried that you weren't going to like see it for hours because you were teaching but no 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 <laughs> kids wait i have to do something yeah. there's been a disturbance in the force <laughs> <laughs> it's a million brown erasers cry out in agony and then all of a sudden we're silenced <laughs> and they're all coming to me <laughs> Got so, as many uh, as I could. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, I'll let Tim talk a little bit more about it when we get to him. Um, I, I guess where we differ um, is my my second choice was <laughs> I don't have one with me because I was stupid and didn't bring one. Um, the recycled Tombos with the black eraser on the end. Um, you can get them in two B and B, uh, or excuse me, HB from. Um, I can get them at, at Mido, but you can get them all over the place. I know that Caroline sells them. I will look it up and post it in show notes, but it's really nice. Um, Johnny commented that your wife, who's really picky, loves these pencils. Yeah, she's not the biggest pencil fan. She likes those a lot. My, my wife, too, actually like loves them. She uses, she makes lists, and she, like, when she wore down one of those, she was like, do you have any more of those? That uh, that eraser is really great, and it's like a very it's a very attractive pencil too. Um, it's funny because it looks very much like a general cedar point. Yes, except with with maybe your like Japanese pencil finish on it. Um, and I think the cedar point is a little bit more, like a little lighter of a coat of varnish. Is there is there any varnish, or is the cedar point like completely raw? I think it's naked. Yeah, yeah. The cedar point was. I've never really been like a huge Cedar Point fan until I got a hold of some of those number ones and they're just like extra good. So I like those a lot. Um, I I sort of realized, you know, I'm somebody who's never been like a huge natural finish pencil fan, but I just realized all of these pencils on this list are natural finish. <laughs> so I think, I think you two are slowly welcome to the light side, bringing me over to the, <laughs> to the light side. Welcome to the fragrance I side. know there is good in you. <laughs> I'm like, um, I won't, I won't spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen Star Wars. But when Kylo Ren re- like encounters his father and speaks to him, he's like, "Help me, mm-hmm. <laughs> help me." Oh, I thought you were going to tell everybody that Chewbacca was actually Luke Skywalker. So. Yeah, he just pulls off his head and like it's a yeah. mask. Chewbacca's Kylo Ren's dad. I'm not Turn- Which one of you is that? <laughs> Turns out the Millennium Falcon is BB-8's father. 
Yeah. Mother was we a should... basketball. Yeah. Did you guys <laughs> notice the when they yeah when they drop? There, he actually makes the sound of a basketball at that one point. When he drops into the like the smoker, when he's in the Millennium Falcon, he like flies up in the air. When he hits the ground, you hear definitely like boing, <laughs> like a bounce, like a basketball. Do you guys follow? I think uh, the lighter was my favorite bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was <laughs> really awesome. There's that. Do you guys follow? Um, oh, emo Kylo Ren on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I followed. So I, I followed him at like fifteen hundred followers or something like that. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this is hilarious! And I checked it like. A week later, and it's at what is it like four hundred thousand? Yeah, just or blew something? up. <laughs> it's pretty great. Gosh, <laughs> I um, yeah, <laughs> I just like this is the best because I I watched <laughs> watch girls a lot, the show Girls, and mm-hmm. I just can't I can't separate um, Adam Driver from from his role there. So like, yeah, like hipster Darth Vader is just kind of amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just got I was way dark off side before it was cool. <laughs> we should just, <laughs> yeah, we should just have a uh, sci-fi podcast. I'm sure that. Yeah, I really want to start a, a fake spoilers, uh, fake spoilers hashtag. <laughs> that would be, be fun. Uh, cool. So, um, Tim, tell us about tell us about your three pencils of 2015. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, Blackwing 211. Totally obvious. I mean, that's. My, my I don't think I know for I'm probably 95% sure that Blackwing volumes will never top that for me but that's okay I mean it just happened it was just kind of like lightning struck and my like ultimate pencil was the second one they made so I just got really lucky there but I love it I use it all the time like I said I, I got as many as I could afford <laughs> and that was and that was in like several different ways I ordered two initially and then Andy you got me like a half dozen and I got uh, bought a dozen off of somebody, so just tried to assemble as much as I could, kind he's, of hoarding. But I'm he, using them, so he's been begging around the groups. It's really not very dignified. Two eleven, yeah, <laughs> more please. Got a two eleven, boy. Please, sir, can I have some more? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's me. I, I showed up at Charles' front door the other day. <laughs> In like torn up clothing, like on my knees at his door. TJ, I need you to, Sir? to just do that voice for the rest of the podcast. Just be like, "Hey, boy, what?" <laughs> I can do some killer accents. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna embarrass myself, but um, there's a lot of variation we can do if you want. If you don't want the uh, the normal Northern Irish brogue, <laughs> you want all of them. Right? Well, just just keep throwing them in at random, like yeah. as we're yeah. going through. Just switch up different guests <laughs> every minute. <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, so the two eleven. Is it was a total obvious choice for me. The Cedar Point one, number one, actually grew on me over time. Uh, initially, I didn't care for it a whole lot, but then all of a sudden, it yeah, it just it grew on me, and I fell in love with it. And I I love the the rough finish, like the unfinished uh, sides of it. And I'm really thankful for for the group and Gary and bringing those back because I would have been down to my last like half dozen, but now I've got uh, an extra two dozen, and hopefully they're not going anywhere anytime soon. And where we differ on my end between me and Andy, uh, Andy and I is the Tombow Mono KMKKS is my other favorite that I tried, which is the uh, blue and white and yellow pencil that uh, CW Pencil sent out as their pencil of the month, and uh, she brought back a bunch from Japan. So it's the 4B Penmanship so good. pencil, which was just killer. I mean, yeah. it's it kind of goes against what I was saying earlier. It's it's soft and it's almost like a Blackwing, but I just love that thing. I could use it 
all day. It's I don't know if there's a smoother pencil out there. It just feels so and, and uh, buttery smooth. Aesthetically, it's just ten out of ten. It's just oh yeah yeah. It, it kind of looks like some sort of like a big shiny like like Star Wars droid. It's just like <laughs> yeah. some some, some yeah. brand new like Rebel Alliance droid. Tombo Mono C three PO. Yeah. Tombo Mono C three PO. Tombo Mono C three PO. Show title. But uh, big uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, uh, but big, big uh, virtual high five to CW pencils for for bringing that one uh, over with them. So I love love me some KMKKS droid. Uh, this is what we're going to pitch to disney for the tie-in the pencil tie-in it's a pencil you know also a droid but but it's also called the same numbers as a droid it sharpens itself and it never gets shorter you know that you know they're always called a mechanical pencil they have to write with something (laughs) you never see anybody carrying pencils so clearly obviously the droids do it yeah (laughs) <laughs> or no one can read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one out. in the Star Wars universe can read. Have you seen the writing? Will be in the squiggles, so maybe it it's is. true. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all just pictures. Right? Like, I don't really understand what you're seeing. Could you draw me a picture? Right? <laughs> oh, the, the the ship goes in the Death Star. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> yeah. See, Darth Vader like sending a secret message. It's just like a doodle on a back of a piece of paper. Secret chat like with an, emojis. An angry face. Yeah. yeah like. You have to give it to like a written protocol droid for. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Ooh, this can be a written protocol droid. It's fluent in over six million forms of written communication. <laughs> Darth Vader just drawing like a frowny face and. Like, <laughs> And a hand. picture of like a thermometer. She's sick. Yeah, yeah they sad. I have sent you three flamenco dancing ladies. <laughs> well, Johnny, what about your your uh, top three? Well, of course, one of mine is the Blackwing Two Eleven because you know it's awesome. Um, and I'm sort of echoing you. I'm going with a penmanship pencil, but I'm going with the Mitsubishi penmanship pencil in 4B, the hex one. Um, I originally had the Ticonderoga Renew, but it was all naturals. So, also, I think I tried that in 2014. So it's cheating. But um, the Mitsubishi one is super awesome. It doesn't really smear for how dark it is, and everybody here has stolen most of mine. So I had to order another dozen from Japan. Which sounds really fancy, but it was like ten bucks <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon. It's just you know, it takes long enough you forgot you ordered them. They show up one day, you're like, "Ooh, Christmas!" Um, for my third, the pencil that doesn't get enough attention, the Caran Dash Natura. Yeah, which is you know a very simple pencil. It doesn't even have an imprint, but it smells incredible and has ridiculous core. It's awesome. I need, I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, I got, I just got my first one in the mail from uh, girls at CW Pencils as a Christmas gift. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they sent a little care package, and that was in there. And so I want to say thank you to them for the awesome Oh, pack. yeah, Got thank some, you. Which one? Cool, did you get the, uh, the 3B or the HB? 3B. Awesome. Yeah, I got 3B, and then they sent some, uh, some a few Nataraj uh, Indian pencils. Those are great. Uh, I need to do a kind of a more in-depth kind of dive into the Nataraj pencils. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's so, any people that do pencil adverts anymore? Oh, they do. Yeah, they do pencil. I think it's it's Natraj. I think it's 
not sure what I've okay. heard, but it doesn't I'm not going to get into pronunciation, but um, no. I think they're the ones that do all the like the Indian pencil adverts. So I've seen a bunch of them on, I'll, I'll see if I can dig some up for the show notes. There's a bunch of them on YouTube. It's Natraj or the other one, which is Apsara, I think is the other Indian brand that's very popular. To look for those, yeah. I'd love to see those. I'm going to, I'm going to put my American accent and just call them Nat, Nataraj. Nataraj. Them there. Them there Nataraj. Them there foreign pencils. <laughs> Foreigners. <laughs> Donald Trump pencils here. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Topical. It's a pencil with yeah. a weird piece of hair on top. <laughs> oh. You can, you can really brand pencils for anything, right? Me. You can any tie anyone. Oh, man. These not, hurt everybody. Let's not become a politics yeah. show. Yeah, I was hoping we wouldn't use the the DT words on <laughs> the show. Yeah. Here's that one pencil. They're like, who one. likes this? Why is this in a store? I don't understand. <laughs> I want to leave this country. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian pencils are looking pretty good by now. <laughs> Do you get any <laughs> philosophy PhDs up there? <laughs> All right. So cool. Now we can grill Mister TJ. Heck yeah. We can call him Teej. Teej fine. Teej is cool. So I'm going to jump in and ask first question. So well, it well, turns out. Well, first, can sorry. I can I give people a little bit of context on TJ if you don't know who yeah. he is? He's a. Uh, he, if you have seen our brand new. Um, erasable logo that is adorned on the various uh, hoodie that i'm wearing right now me too uh, yeah mind. that is that is all tj he he's been like an amazing graphic design resource so in, in addition to like just an amazing filmmaker and pencil lover and and writer he is a really skilled graphic designer so he designed the bumper stickers that we sent out where um that kind of looks like an old black striped blackwing box um, and he, he put this logo together that is just a very simple pencil with some ribbons that say erasable podcast on it. So, um, he's kind of a friend of the show that he came through the group and then just immediately started just jumping into a lot of the stuff. So, so yeah, it's, you're someone I, I know I've wanted to have on the show for a long time and I know that Johnny and Tim have too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. It's really good to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. Cool. So I'm sorry, Johnny, to interrupt. Please. That's okay. So you're 24. Correct. Which is a lot younger than us. Or a lot younger than me. So can you tell us how, by 24, you're already such an impressive professional filmmaker? You should have seen like, what he's doing at the age there. of three. Yeah. <laughs> how, did, how does TJ become TJ? Um, well, there's there's two sides to this. There's the filmmaker side, and then there's the pencil side. Because the, the filmmaker side obviously came first, and then the pencils were kind of the start of this year. So which do which you want to hear? Uh, the film side first. The film side. So I went to um, film school. Uh, I did TV and film at the University of Chester, which is here in, in England. That's why I moved to England. Um, I did my three years there. Um, I'd worked on a couple of bits and pieces back home uh, in Northern Ireland, a feature film called Killing Bono. I'd done a few bits and pieces, came over, did my university time, uh, got my degree, got a first in TV and film for all that's worth. Um, and then kind of finished well was finishing my degrees in the last year of it and I thought hmm what is everybody doing now in terms of jobs and and things like that in filmmaking what is everyone up to and I looked at what everyone was doing and I thought mm, that, that looks a bit boring <laughs> and so decided I would just start a company because a 22 year old does um, so decided I would start a company out of just before I finished university uh, did that uh, and then pitched, went through several rounds of pitching and basically got 10,000 pounds investment from my company. 
Um, nice. So that was two years ago, um, and I've been running Explosivo since. Um, Wood and Graphite is now the sort of creative uh, content, the original content arm of that. Uh, but I do a lot of um, corporate work for charities and businesses and sports teams and all that kind of stuff here in England. But um, my real focus and my real passion is the the original content. And at the minute, that's pencils. And it will always be pencils because I, I have a real passion for it. Um, and I think I kind of just fell into it and it, it really clicked. Um, so doing the original content, putting out things uh, that are really interesting, that there's an audience for, that people like watching, that I like making, was always a goal of the company right from the very, very first pitch was find a niche, find something I love doing, find something people love watching and then make it uh, because obviously the, the whole paradigm that exists now with TV is totally flipped on its head. You don't have to go to BBC, you don't have to go to Sky or whatever to see TV programs because it's all on the internet. You can see whatever you want. So um, that was kind of the filmmaking journey, the genesis, if you will. Um, and then more recently, uh, in February of this year, I think it was, um, I write a journal every day. I've done for like three years or so. Um, and I'd written it in pen for a long, long time. And I was reading about the archivability of notebooks, basically, to try and find out how long these would last because I kind of want them for, you know, I want, I want my kids to be able to read them someday just to see how like how much I did not know what was happening when I was their age and how it's totally normal to feel like that. Um, so I thought, started researching a bit and thought, oh, maybe maybe pencils would be a better option because obviously um, ink fades, ink can be transferred off and, and graphite is actually very chemically stable when it's on paper. So unless you actually physically erase it, it doesn't go anywhere. So it's a lot more archivable and it, it survives a lot better than, than ink. So I thought, hmm. I'll maybe have a look at pencils. And I obviously used pencils for a long, long time um, and kind of thought, oh, maybe there's more to this than than just a, a Stadler Norris. Maybe there's, you know, a deeper <laughs> uh, a deeper rabbit hole to, to go down here. And then, I mean, it kind of just went a bit nuts after that. <laughs> yeah. We put together our yeah. uh, pencil wrap. I think that more to this than a Stadler Norris is definitely... I started I started like when you said rap in the notes I was like oh no I can't rap so I started looking things up so I've got a couple of rhymes that you can write down now it's not a rap but I have a pencil rhymes with prehensil as in fingers there you go Uh, graphite felt just right perfect Uh, and I'm I'm a cedar cheerleader so you can have those for free that yeah. was Cedar leaders. Those are beautiful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought I'd share them with the group yeah. so we can put those down for our inevitable music video in 2016. Which you're going to yeah. film, I assume, once we all get together. Oh, naturally, yeah. There's <laughs> going to be drone shots, helicopter shots, oh, skydiving. Yeah. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. And also, of course, the, the totally essential documentation of us getting a tattoo. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Forehead <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Close up to the shaving. <laughs> but um, no, it's, one of the, it's, it's quite weird. My descent into pencils was so sudden and so all-encompassing that if it wasn't so shocking, so mundane, I think my parents might have staged intervention. <laughs> that it was poor just... boy, what happened? He regressed. <laughs> I kind of fell into it and then just kept falling and mm. in the best possible way. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, what, what is it about pencils then? Like what, if you, you said a little bit with just uh, being permanent stuff like that but what is it yeah. about pencils that made you fall and fall and fall and fall enjoy I don't know. It's, so. i've always loved stationary like that's that's nothing new 
but finding a topic and getting incredibly engrossed in it is something I'm very, very good at, um, much to the, the detriment of many other things, attention span being one of them. But I like finding something and then delving really, really deep into it. And so pencils came along um, and I needed it for something. So there's utilitarian purpose in, in finding a good pencil that I could get a lot of. Um, and then I started using the Blackwing 602, which is the first pencil, the first good pencil I got. And I was like, oh, oh, this is a game changer. This is not like what we used at school. This is not just a pencil. And so then you go online immediately, obviously, to find out if there's other people as weird as you. <laughs> and of course there are. There's a whole group of people. Sure enough. And, and once you start talking, that's the point where it tips and you kind of go, oh, because there's so much like pencils is Pencils are just pencils in, in one hand. But on the other hand, there's so much story and history and associated things with them that really you can look at anything through the, the lens of a pencil. Like you can look at space travel from the sketches that they made in NASA with pencils. You know, there's so many different things you can cover with it. And that's kind of what I like to do with wooden graphite is that look at a lot of different topics, but through the lens of the analog and, and the pencil and it's just provided such a, a very deep well of fascinating information and, and really, really interesting history and, and very passionate people, which I think is important as well. It's great that you come in and you speak to people and, and suddenly it's not just a pencil. It's, have you tried this one? Or what do you think of this? Or what, let's try this one against this one against this one. And there's this massive community we have now of people that are just as passionate as I am, more so sometimes. And you can just talk to them about pencils, whereas your family and friends, I'm sure, maybe don't want to spend all day talking about pencils. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who yeah. you're hanging out with, because all my friends, that's all they want to talk about. Have you seen the new 211s? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go drink a beer and talk about black wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I overhear that, that in the grocery all store the all the time here. It's like, <laughs> But um, cool. yeah, I just think it's the, the depth and the, the, the wide variety. I mean, pencils are such an anachronistic thing nowadays. We don't necessarily need them because so much of our lives is digital. So much of our lives is cashless or plastic or apps or online or whatever. But I think it's nice to connect with not only your own childhood and education, but kind of the, the physical act of writing and doing things, I think it's very important. And I think that's what really drew me to it. That's awesome. So when you go out um, looking for a pencil, um, or maybe maybe you're just wandering through through a stationary store, uh, mm -hmm. what specifically draws your attention? What do you look for in a pencil? At this stage, I've <clears throat> seen quite a lot of pencils. So when I go into stores, I'm just looking for things that are different from what I know is already in that store because I have almost a, a recollection of, well, Staples has this, 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 and this at this kind of price point. When I first started, it was more, you know, packaging is really important, but also plain packaging. It's kind of like the, the two opposite ends of the spectrum. So you can have really flashy packaging and terrible pencils, or you can have really, really plain packaging and amazing products. So you kind of look at the packaging and go, hmm, I wonder what they're trying to say about this. Because um, I got some of the Midori stuff for Christmas oh, yeah. um, from my parents, and their stuff is just so plain. The packaging is just so toned down. But then you get the brass pencil case side and it's just gorgeous. It's a piece of art. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. That's one of the things when I look at pencils now, 
mostly what I'm looking for is something different and something not awful. Unfortunately, a lot of what I see when I go into stores is just they've picked up literally the bottom <clears throat> rung of the pencil shop. It's like, what can we churn out that is literally the cheapest possible? And so you get this horrible basswood pencil. The cores aren't even straight. It's snapped off. It's got the really rough factory sharpen on it. They're just nasty things. No one would want to write with them. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's what people do. So you see a lot of these, like, the ones with the, like, the catchphrases on them or whatever. Um, or, like, branded pencils with someone's name on them. And you look at the actual pencils, the thing that they're selling, and it's awful. And you're like, eh, what's the point? If you're going to sell a pencil, at least get a half-decent one. Mm. Show some pride in your craftsmanship. Amen. Yeah, exactly. Amen. I mean, if you're going to sell a pencil in the 21st century, don't sell a bad one. Yeah. There's no point. Ha ha. Pun intended. I see. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> uh, slow night. It's it's nearly 2 a.m. I'm struggling uh. here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, aside from pencils, what are some of your favorite um, you know, pencil accessories, like erasers and point protectors, maybe even clips, um. things like that? Yeah, I mean, I love um, John Fontaine's bullet pencil. I think it's awesome. Um, I did a lot of the promotional videos for that. Um, some bits and pieces there. And his stuff is really, really cool. I think it's a great way to use the stubs of pencils. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do a lot at the minute is use up all the pencils I've started and not finished. Because um, I'm very good at going, this is really fun to write with, and then put it down, and there's like half a pencil left on the desk. So I have a little pile of um trying to churn through so if they get small enough and they don't have a ferrule they go in the bullet pencil and i think that's a really good thing to, to use any pencil with um i also have a variety of a little station beside my desk here with just random stuff on it um i don't tend to use erasers all that much although i have loads of them um i have this nice little um hexagonal one i got in prague and it's basically just it looks like a hexagon with a dip in the middle on both sides so if you imagine a little bowl in the middle um, and it's a Koenor one, and it's just super simple. I have but because a few of those. Hatch, I, pardon? I have a few of those. I think I, I yeah. think they sell it at CW. Yeah, I think she does have them. Actually, I've yeah. seen them a couple of times. But they're really, really nice little erasers. And because they have six sides, you can always get a point if you want to like erase between words. Um, so that's just one I have sitting around that, that's quite nice. Um, I have a couple of point protectors. Um, is it the Kurostad, the aluminium ones? Aluminum ones, if you will. Uh, the long ones, long metal ones that you can get from Japan. Oh, yeah. I have one of those that someone gave me that is excellent, but I can't source them in the UK, so that's all I have. And I have a couple little brass caps and stuff like that. Um, you should definitely only say aluminium because it's much more classy than aluminium. 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 I can't say aluminium. It sounds odd. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's very Johnny Ive of you to say aluminium. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm a good Johnny Ive impersonator. I've done it once before. <laughs> Your uh, your video of the pencil, which we talked about here and and elsewhere, is is very good. That was good fun. <laughs> it's up to like twelve thousand views or something silly that's, now. That's awesome. I showed but, a bunch a bunch of people at work, and a, a lot of our product designers were just like, "This is amazing." <laughs> I just had so much fun with that. That was an idea. I think I sent it to you actually. Whenever um, yeah. I was in Prague at the time, and I was sitting in this, uh, it was like a bunk bed of this hostel, and I was sat in the bottom bunk, going like, "Oh my goodness." I <sighs> Is it had just come out and I was like, mm, I can't <laughs> not say anything. I can't be the wooden graphite channel and not say anything about this. 
Um, so I think I just frantically messaged you. God knows the, the time difference because I was in Prague. Yeah. Um, I was like, I have to make this. What do you think of this? And you were like, it's, it's a good idea. I think you were a bit taken aback because I kind of just rammed you with information at the time. <laughs> and then uh, I got home like three days later and literally spent, I think it was 10 hours nonstop in the studio just making this thing painstakingly frame by frame taking the video. I'm making it like if you watch them side by side, they're pretty close. There's a couple of bits I had to leave out because I just couldn't possibly replicate them. <laughs> but um, like it was just insanely fun. And I, I spent that day frantically making this thing at the end of it, kind of looked at it and went, oh, I, I didn't think I'd get it done. <laughs> but here it is. <laughs> and I did. And I, I'm really I'm proud of it because it's it's good fun. Yeah. But um, I don't think I expected everyone to, to be so excited about it. I mean, it made it all the way to Apple at one yeah. stage, which is pretty cool. That's super cool. Um, I don't think they'll make any official comment on it, but um, <laughs> we all know which one's better. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should be getting a call from Johnny anytime now. Oh, yeah. Me, me and I are tight. Yeah. Yeah. Homies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're actually using the pencils, what is your favorite way to sharpen? Preferred sharpening method? Are you a knife sharpener? Are you a handheld sharpener? Are you a crank sharpener? Are you a crank addict? It's a safe place. <laughs> He's a crank. I, I, <laughs> please, please stand up and tell the group. Um, I have I have a classroom friendly that I was uh, very fortunate to get in a group by from America because again they're very difficult to get your hands on over here. Uh, I have a classroom friendly that is literally the best sharpener I've ever used. I love it. Um, the only thing I don't like is the the chompy bits it leaves in the pencil, but I, I use the old uh, in uh, post-it note trick to fix that. But that's my go-to if I'm in the house. Um, and uh, I'll sharpen everything with that. But it's now downstairs on my desk. I really need to buy another one. I have my shooting desk downstairs and I have my office desk upstairs. Um, and every time I run out of a pencil, I have to go downstairs to sharpen it with a nice sharpener. But um, I use that for most of it. I do have a knife. I have a little Spyderco bug, which is a little tiny, tiny pathetic. Like Americans would just laugh at it. It's this tiny, like one inch knife. Um, but it's really good quality. And I, I occasionally sharpen with that. I can hand sharpen things. Um, I don't really like it. I'm a little bit OCD on some things. And so I don't like the rough edges that much. I'm kind of like, it's not perfect. <laughs> um, so I much prefer the, um, the really, really smooth, almost faceted fronts you get on the classroom friendly. I think that's good fun. Um, but I have a couple, I have so many sharpeners. I have so many sharpeners, so many erases of stuff. Um, and I find actually surprisingly, the really, really cheap Indian sharpeners are really, really good. Um, the Natraj, Nataraj, whatever you want to call it, make some that are just so cheap. Um, I think it's like four or five pounds for like a box of 30. So there's something ridiculous. But what I think makes them so good is that the blades are razor sharp. Um, and I think that's a big problem you have with sharpeners is the blade gets dull, the blade gets nicked, and then it doesn't sharpen so nice. But... Um, I've used these ones a couple of times. I have a bunch of them here. I'm going to order some more. And the blade is so sharp that whenever you sharpen the pencil, you get a nice fine point. It doesn't break. But also the wood is really, really smooth, which is something I really like from a good sharpener. I hate when you get like the chunks taken out of it. That really, I don't like holding those kind of pencils. It's not very pleasant user experience. But um, yeah, cheap, cheap Indian sharpeners. Surprisingly good. I'd like to try one of those. Heck yeah. I just... Uh put a link to go to go research those well uh we should probably wrap up and let you get to bed tj but i i do want to ask you first um if you in as much as you can say um 
what is next for wood and graphite in 2016? What isn't next is a is a better question. <laughs> what but, isn't next? <laughs> thank you. Um, wh- one of the things I'm kind of thinking. Are you working hard on the new Star Wars movie? Is then? That- <laughs> well, yeah, actually, uh, the new ship is just a Blackwing. Uh, it's <laughs> yes. called the Blackwing Falcon. Nice. It's it's pretty. Amazing. I can't talk too much about it, you know, <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things I love about this community and about the channel that I use is that everybody's so receptive and it's not pigeonholed. So I can say, Hey, I'm going to do a video about a lighter or a torch or an EDC thing. And because it's got an analog slant to it, because it's not necessarily not related to pencils, people are pretty cool with it. And so I'm really excited because there's a lot of stuff I want to do that is very related to pencils. A lot of stuff that is tangentially related to pencils, a lot of stuff that's just really, really awesome and sort of related to pencils, but it'd be too awesome not to do it. So um, I've got a couple of documentary style stuff that I'd like to do, sort of semi-planned, um, potentially some Kickstarter-based stuff or, or maybe even traditional media things, but um, lots of really like ridiculously big projects. I've got one at the minute. Um, I'll kind of let everybody know about this now. It's, it's really super early stages, but I have this weird notion that I'd like to see a documentary where I try and make a pencil. Like I know that I know that you can't. I know that there's there's a whole thing about globalization and it's a kind of an analogy of why, you know, free trade is good. But I want to know what it takes to make a pencil. And so I've thoroughly researched it and I've done a lot of <laughs> notes and stuff. And basically this documentary would be me start to finish making a pencil. And I'm not talking like, oh, drill some holes and do this. I mean, like mixing the graphite, the clay and the things to formulations, firing it in a kiln that I have to build. I don't have a kiln. <laughs> um, uh, I need to be able to, I can't make the six, like cut six uh, slats at once. So I need to build a hand plane that will cut pencil <laughs> slats perfectly. Um, basically, I'm, this is just insanity. It's such a stupid idea, but the best kind of stupid idea. Um, so I've, I'm in the early stages of that kind of idea, which is probably more like a four or five part uh, mini doc almost that I just released on the, on the channel. And then potentially I've got to kind of ramp ups of that because that's not nearly complicated enough. Um, it would be like TJ Cosgrove. Yeah. Well, (laughs) no, he's kind of laid the David Reese has done a lot of cool stuff. So kind of laid the way for, for pencil people. But one of the things is that you can wrap that up again and then travel all over the world and do all that kind of stuff. But I think I can make this one here in England. I think I can do it now. I think I can, uh, manage my way through i don't i'm not going to say it's going to turn out well but certainly it'll be fun to watch but uh, i mean there's i've reached out to a couple of different companies and one of the companies is um said they're going to give me all the graphite i can use which is awesome so so tune in to see tj lose a finger yeah or or four i might not be able to climb past six anymore who knows but you know that's the kind of stuff that I'm, i'm going for and um there's some really cool stuff back home in Northern Ireland that I really want to get involved in. There's a charity that does like creative writing for kids and all kinds of really cool stuff that I'd like to, to kind of bring in. So I think there's, it's a big bright future and uh, I don't really know any limits on my imagination. So that's good or bad, but um, certainly going to be bigger, better things. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for staying up until two o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Thanks so much for having me. Tuesday on a school night as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, TJ, can you tell folks where to find you online? Absolutely. You can um, go to the Wood and Graphite website, which is woodandgraphite.com, or the YouTube channel, which is uh, www.youtube.com forward slash wood graphite. No spaces, no ampersands, no nothing, just wood and graphite together. 
Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm team underscore Cosgrove. So T-E-A-M underscore C-O-S-G-R-O-V-E. And Wood and Graphite is just at Wood and Graphite, all spelt out with no spaces. Thank you. And uh, Andy and Tim, can we find, figure out where to find you, gents, for folks that don't know? Sure. Um, I am on Twitter at A Welfley, A W E L F L E. Um, or you can, f- can find me sp- posting specifically pencil stuff at Wood Clinched. And you can also go to my blog at woodclinched.com. How about you, Tim? You can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum, and I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. Or you can just hold a dozen Blackwing 211s in the air and I'll find you. They'll sniff, they'll sniff you out. That's <laughs> yeah. the IRL, Tim. <laughs> awesome. So I'm Johnny Gamber. You can find me at Pencil Revolution on Twitter at Pencilution and on Instagram at Johnny Gamber because there's less and less pencil on there these days. And we are the Erasable Podcast, the only pencil podcast in the world and also the best. Um, you can find us at erasable.us. This episode will be at erasable.us slash 42, episode 42. You can find us on iTunes. Um, we have, of course, the greatest Facebook group in the world at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. And, God, there are like a dozen or two dozen people that say that's the only reason they're on Facebook. And <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Hopefully not offensive to Andy and his employer. Um, so we that's, have what, Facebook- that's why they hired me. so we have a page which we sort of use as our official mouthpiece at facebook.com slash erasable podcast which you can like we're on twitter at erasable podcast and we have an instagram account that we sort of take turns hijacking which is at erasable podcast so thank you very much for listening to our midlife crisis episode 42 and (laughs) we'll talk to you in less than four weeks this time (laughs) not making any promises maybe we'll all get sick again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the intro music for the erasable podcast is graciously provided by this mountain a collaborative folk rock band from johnson city tennessee you can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com Gaze me with wonder